Mr. Nocturnal himself. Good to see you, man. It's been a minute. Yeah, dude. It's been a minute. Thanks for having me on the, the show to shit talk. Of course, dude. How you been? How you been? How's life? <laughs> Life's good, man. Yeah, Life's what's good. that? What was that Different. laugh for? What was that Life's laugh for? Nothing, man. Life's good. Because he's, um, he's on the high right now. Sounds like life is just really good. Life's really good. Been listening to a lot of lo-fi recently. So, like, yeah, that's basically, that's why, man. A lot of so, lo-fi. So and, uh, are clean vocals banished in your house now? <laughs> because they are strongly strongly frowned upon. Um, do, we, do we need to get you some clean vocal suck t-shirts? <laughs> yeah, there you go. New, uh, new nocturnal merch. Clean vocal what is this coming suck. out, guys? By the way, what is this coming no, out? Okay, so I was gonna ask you. I was gonna ask. Uh, so, so uh, you've had you've had mm. a very um, a very positive uh, life change in your life recently. Have you yeah. uh, have you announced anything? Have you said anything publicly about this yet? Uh, so we shared like a photo together, and that's kind of it. So yes, it doesn't get more official than that. I saw Paula. I saw Paula's Instagram with uh, it was like at Nick Nocturnal Heart. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He doesn't want to talk yeah. about this. Look at him. He's like, I don't yeah, know. <laughs> I am not the opener. It's good. It's good. When, it, when is like? this coming out, Jared? I, I want, when, <laughs> okay, when do you need it to come out, Nick? It will come out whenever you're happy. I don't happy. know, man. Um, we're yeah. I'm with Paula. Okay, um, Nick. What? What? That what was, thanks to your. That's that's. Paula Caragosa, and that's thanks to Jared's show, because that's where I met her. Yes, the one time that you leave your house, uh, you spend a week with a beautiful Brazilian woman. Uh, I just want to say, you're a fucking welcome. Did you welcome. write this down? You're fucking welcome, Nick. No, sorry, I was just, sorry. <laughs> oh, okay, I thought you wrote this as like a script down. Yeah. No, he, yeah. was, he was just cash-apping Paula. <laughs> <laughs> this is a long running prank on you. <laughs> oh fuck! Musician Mansion season two, challenge number yeah, we're, thirteen. We're, we're sowing the seeds early. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's Austin's extra fucking thing at the end. He's like, "Nah, dude, I really got Nick." Yeah. <laughs> I got his ass, guys. <laughs> dude, dude. Speaking of the mansion, I just spent like the last week just no lifing the edit for day three and i think i finally have it finished and bro like i am so excited to show you this this at least this episode the episode three three, the weird stuff that was yes that was the outdoor challenges the non-musical music challenge (laughs) not the weird shit yes yes okay dude honestly bro i'm so happy with it man like for real like if this if this came out like on Netflix, I'd be like, okay, this is legit. Like it legit. Yeah. It, it's like a TV show. It's so, so cool. And yeah. we're, we're hoping to get the whole entire thing, um, dropped by like November 1st because Sick. yes, because I was a little bit optimistic with the, uh, the editing time with, what do you uh, mean? It's, not, it's August. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I originally said August 20th. That was a little far-fetched, but I think November 1st is much more realistic. It wasn't until I actually yeah. sat down and I looked at um and I just started editing and I was looking at everything. It took me probably about 50 hours to edit episode 3. 
And so with Holy all fuck. dude, and I have never done anything that big in my life. Like usually a YouTube video takes an hour or two, maybe three if it's a bigger right. one, right? But Man, Kevin's working on day one. I got Bradley's brother working on day four. I just finished day three. I'm going to start day five, and then Kevin's probably going to do day two. And so we're going to shoot for November first. But dude, you should be excited, man! Like you, you, you shine in quite a few in quite a few moments here. It's it's some good content. Oh, shit. Yeah, especially yeah. the shower cam I'd... scene. <laughs> you sh- you shine a lot. Oh, in that I do. I spent <laughs> extra time on that yeah. shit. Oh you're, yeah, you're nocturnal because you're up uh-huh. jelking all night. <laughs> oh yeah dude we're getting it done bro now i'm up fucking fighting mosquitoes on the couch that's what i was doing in that dude place. yeah that's your it was a battle i also i dude i love yeah. the, the the for the like the insane humbleness from you of to show up at the mansion like arguably the biggest person you're like i'll sleep on the couch with no blanket yeah right dude just chill with whatever dude well okay this is I'm this good. is because i have to give the backstory to this okay so okay. i had i was gonna room with baina and we had the room and and i was there on on the bed and me and baina were gonna spoon and you know we figured it out he had his separate futon instead and then bradley slept in the fucking claw the child closet <laughs> yeah, right there. yeah 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 <laughs> yeah and i was there the first night little tipsy and i was gonna sleep i went to sleep early like an adult okay y'all was up there partying and still i was like fuck this shit i'm going to sleep and I kept battling a mosquito. This fucking mosquito was right there, bro. And it was like, it was touching my nose. Like, it was that much of a dick. Like, it wasn't just the noise. So I got to the point after 20 minutes where I had to go upstairs because I need to find something to beat the fuck out of this mosquito. Mm-hmm. Okay, this was the, the thing. And then I come down, and then Jared mentions, hey, does anyone here have an extra bed? And again, the bed I had was, like, slightly bigger in the basement. I was like, I thought it was for two people. So I was like fuck man like okay like yeah here you go uh and then so i was just like just nomading and i was like i guess there's a couch i'll figure it out tomorrow (laughs) and then i wake up to see fucking dylan the only singular person in the bed and i was like what the fuck you guys could have spooned it's it's fine i could have spooned vena my problem Anyways, and then I just kind of kept nomading, but it was a it was a battle with a mosquito that got me out of that bed, and um, that's then I just nomaded for the rest of it was day four that I got a bed. <laughs> That was it, and I was fine. That's crazy. I remember too, because I went up to you and I was like, "Dude, why didn't you just come up to me and tell me you needed a plate, like a blanket or a pillow or a spot?" I didn't, to- didn't want to just. I didn't want to disturb, man. I don't know. I'm just Canadian <laughs> as fuck. Okay, like I don't know how to say it. Like I was just, just like, I don't want to. Yeah. I was just. I I needed a blanket. It was cold at night, but I was just fine listening to Joji dancing in the dark while I was going to sleep. That was it. Uh, oh, the Canadian God. kindness coming through. Gotta love it. Yeah. So, um, I was gonna say I did write something down. Um, there was a clip that I saw from a, a Twitch stream that you did where um you were complaining about the oh, fact yeah. that there wasn't enough to do. At the musician mansion. Now, I will say most days were from noon to like nine o'clock or ten o'clock at night. Nine or ten hours of shit to do. Now, with that being said, how many hours do you spend every day making content? If nine or ten hours is not enough time for uh, is not enough time. Did you catch that? 
Yeah, I caught that nine out of ten. Yeah, well, it is. It's chill. It's a lot of. I'm not used to chill. I'm used to dying the whole day. And right. That, and that's my question. How, so how how many hours a day do you put into making content? Dude, I wake up at ten and then I gym, or I wake up at nine and then I gym at ten, and then I get ready to do shit by eleven, and I go eleven till five nonstop, and then I stream five till seven seven thirty, and then after that I eat, and then I. Go all the way until like one a.m. Like I, that's editing what I videos, used to do. editing, filming videos, recording shit, doing admin. Sometimes takes an hour on its own. Yeah, that's that was my schedule before I changed my life for many reasons and different things. After that, yeah, tell us about those God many damn. reasons and different things, Nick. We're we're dying to know. <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> Yeah, you're welcome for the content for the fucking show because so of this too. By the way, oh, season hey, two is hey, gonna be great, hey, bro. This is this is the least that you owe me, motherfucker. <laughs> I made this whole fucking thing happen, dude. Oh no, I I know you did. Thank you, and I and I know season two is gonna be fucking great too. You're welcome for that. We're good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, season yeah. Two, season two is hosted in Brazil at Paula's parents' house. <laughs> Funny enough, I don't know if you've been told this or not. Oh no! <laughs> so, yeah, so, oh. so Nick, your your life has changed. Mm -hmm. Things are great. Yes. Do, do you want Do you want to elaborate on that? Obviously, if you don't want to, yeah. you don't have to. But well, there were there was there there was a couple things. Well, there was like the um, I'll I'll tell you the the more regular side. Which again, man, like I don't I never took a break. I never took a vacation doing this. So like. Even um, when you were, I, when you just hit me up, I just said yes because I was like, "This is gonna be fun, no matter what. I don't care." And it was like a week, and I was like, "Fuck, okay, like that's fine." You know, like it's it's worth it. Let's do a week. Um, I'll figure it out because I never like taken time off um, of content. Sure. And I didn't know how that kind of felt. And yeah, when I was there, man, it was just this crazy environment where I, funny enough, in the content house, felt like doing content the least um, in mm. the sense of just actually being present and with people around you that do the same shit as you like good people with a really fun again concept and dope show you guys killed it with what you guys were doing it was fun just seeing you guys do your thing and Thank seeing you. it all unfold and dude yeah especially as soon as i saw like i think day two or three i was like okay this is gonna be fucking crazy good con like this is a fucking show like this is some good <clears throat> shit right here thank you this is not like just like a youtuber come hang out session everyone likes stroke ego shit this is like no like this is fucking hilarious like this is gonna do really well yeah and um yeah that's the thing i was just very in the moment and it was cool interacting with so many people i've most of them i've talked to before and known and just getting drunk every day non-stop and staying up <laughs> till 5 a.m fighting mosquitoes but yeah, when I came back, dude, I've that never was seen one a man of the things defeated dude. by a mosquito as hard as you. <laughs> just dude, there were so there was so <laughs> many. No, that, uh, oh, there now there's so a bunch many. of them. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was just one. You lost Nick. the one v one. Now there's ten mosquitoes. <laughs> he got third party, dude. Third party. I didn't by hear mosquitoes. Dylan complain once about mosquitoes because <laughs> he was in the bed with covers. <laughs> with, with he was mosquitoes. in the bed with covers. With yeah, the bed you had and gave up because of mosquitoes. There was. <laughs> I will say for your name uh, being Nick Nocturnal, you would go to sleep the first couple of days first. You, you fell asleep first. The first couple of days for sure. For the bit. 
It was for the bit. Dude. It's for, for the, the bit. bit. Yeah. And I was degenerate. I, yeah. I turned on DGen mode. Mm-hmm. I was you, accepting you DGen mode. Yeah. No, I go to bed yeah, we, we, we ordered vodka, which is what it was. And then you stayed awake a lot later. I was watching Justin from Tala's little vlog that he sent to everybody. There was that part where you were super drunk. And every time you would get excited, you would start getting really Slavic. And you would like noticed it. You're like, what is happening? I'm like, dos vidania. And you're just like. Like, wait, why did I say that? <laughs> it all comes out. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it was a mixture of dude all that stuff. And yeah, I first night I like wanted to go to sleep early and I was like, fuck it, like let's just like you know, like, Nick saw there was no Wi Fi and was like, I'm going to bed. <laughs> well, <that's>, no, <laughs> you're, I'm out. Which okay, by the way <laughs> Which by the way yeah, was I, I, it was yeah. crazy and that's my fault because I booked yeah. this place and I imagined right. like who the hell does not have Wi Fi right. in twenty twenty three and then we get there and it's like there's absolutely no Wi Fi, there's no AC and we're just like in this huge mansion with no no air circulation. Yeah. Nothing. And also, not even just a mansion. We're in a mansion with a with twenty content creators. There's no internet connection. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was like, "I can't yeah. stream." What hey, listen, I listen, what I do? listen. If it if it wasn't a little janky, it wouldn't be a Jared yeah. Dines production. That's you know fair. what I that's mean? Yeah. If it wasn't a no. little rough. Well, that's that's the thing because even when i was there i planned to stream like every day and stuff and I was, it was first it was with first five minutes my hopes and dreams were crushed in that right. way and i was just like okay well i can't stream here anyways so like i had some content that already was gonna get uploaded this week so let's just fucking chill and see what happens and like just make the show funny as fuck on my end as much as i can like why not yeah and have some fun so that's that's when it turned over from let's be responsible. I still woke up at six a.m. every morning. To you go did to gym with Anthony and Ruth. Yeah, every morning. No, yeah, you did. For me, impressive. Yeah. Yeah. It, no, it was impressive because I would see you awake like day three, day four. You'd be awake at like <laughs> two a.m. I would have gone to bed four, at like four. I would have yeah, gone yeah. to bed at like ten yeah. o'clock, woken up at like two or three to go and get some water, and you would still be awake. And then you would also be awake at six. Mm-hmm. Like he, I was like, when that's is the this? part's crazy. I would yeah. be still drinking at six every day. Right. So it's like he is nocturnal, but you got to get enough vodka in him. It depends on what yeah. hemisphere you're in that he's nocturnal. <laughs> yeah. No, it had to be enough alcohol to get me going that. But I would say yeah, because yeah, it was just like we'd do our thing during the day. It would be super fun. And again, like yo, go watch the fucking show. Um, people watching, like yeah, big true and. Um, yeah, then it would be nighttime. I'd have too much vodka and have fun, and we'd be hardcore dancing. It was usually like the you know the the core core kids in the back. It would be like me, Austin, Justin, and Paula, dude, kind of in the backs, like the last last people standing, and we would be just fucking hardcore dancing, listening to Slam and shit. And it was so fun. And again, we'd go till like four a.m. or some yeah. shit, and then, and then Damien like, okay, would time. would show up like. 20 minutes left in the party and be like, you guys want to put Harry Styles on? <laughs> dude. <laughs> dude. I'm like, dude, we're about to go to sleep. And he's like, it's fine. You can, dude. You can leave your phone down here. It's fine. <laughs> Nick, the funniest fucking thing. We were sitting out back late and we were listening right. to uh, just like some crazy slam grut like slime yeah. sludge sort of crazy yeah. like recorded on a potato type music. Yeah, it was of course uh, you know Ray's playlist because that's that's all he listens to. <laughs> we were sitting there listening to this, and it's just literally like, yeah, the music is just as intelligible as the logo. Type and music. Paula walks up, 
And it was just, a, yeah. it's just straight like, <laughs> and Paula walks up and she goes, what is this? And we're like, the best thing ever. and we're like, and, and we did, we had no idea. It's like, this is the sounds of uh, an earthquake. I don't yeah. know. And then Ray yeah. told her and she was like, it touches my heart. You need to yeah. send me this. And we're like, oh, it's, it's called a venereal bat fuck. And she's like, That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It I was like, that. yeah, this is a band called like sperm swamp. Like, what? <laughs> she's like this yeah. Is hell yeah. Yeah, Man- mansion was great. Yeah. So fun, so that was, fun. That was fun. Yeah, Damn, we well, did. yeah, that's a th- thing. We did we, content. Yeah. We, uh, you know, we 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 found love Friends. at Musician Mansion. <laughs> yeah, that's dude, crazy. Damien and I went hot and heavy and some homoerotic <laughs> type shit. Yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah. would yeah. fall asleep and we'd shirtless arm wrestle. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, so to expand on some of that, uh, yeah, one part was, you know, being in this place with a bunch of really cool people and like just building relationships in that sense. And that was so cool, man. I never really had that again, even growing up in Toronto, I didn't really have like metal homies and shit. So it was, it was cool just doing that, staying up and being idiots. And that kind of changed my perspective too on working and how much I work and grind and versus like living and being a human being. So that changed a lot of that. Um, and then there was the other part of my life that kind of changed too. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, person there was Paula and I got to know her. I never met her before in my whole life. Um, I like knew she existed on Instagram and that was kind of it. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, she's just this fun, wild, like I've never met a human being like her. I don't know. Like she just loves crazy tech death, but she's like the personality that is the opposite of someone you expect to listen to the most brutal music in the entire world. Cause True. she's like, like super sweet. And like what her, like she, she likes these animals and like, like wants to like just hug them and cry and like, you know, take care of them. Like it's right. very, and then you play a break and she goes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> so yeah. And so I would hang out with everybody at night and we'd all just get closer and closer. And then, yeah, over time, me and Paula, too, since we were the guitarists, we would just go jam a lot. And again, like super chill. We were it, it, we were just friends and all that. And then, um, yeah, just we would jam a lot. And we were like, oh, OK, we're close friends. She was in a relationship. I was in a relationship. And, you know, we don't do, you know, none of it. Right, right. Like, and to be fair, I, I, I will back Nick up here. There was nothing. Yeah. We There was nothing. Yeah. I never saw anything there was no hint of they were hang- like literally he was a very respectable guy nothing yeah. happened at the mansion and even people i talked to at the mansion they were like oh really like mm-hmm. that's crazy like we had no idea so like other yeah. than yeah. that that night yeah they, they both cut their own ribs and then touched blood but other than <laughs> other than that it was pretty yes at, anyways we would all hang out and then yeah we you know We'd, we'd talk and all that stuff and all of us would talk yeah, me and Paula would talk and then anyways after the mansion I went home and so did Paula and uh, I had life changes in general because of you know wanting to change my life and also with my relationship at the time and yeah me and Paula kept in touch and yeah she kind of lives with me so that this is this is an interesting thing because <laughs> now this is an oh, interesting yeah. thing because she's from brazil and you're in canada mm-hmm. i heard a rumor that potentially you guys are thinking of moving to florida america america yes. but specifically america. florida 
Dox his address. Dox his address. (laughs) (laughs) Your home address is. Not trying to dox you. Um, Oh, that's cool, man. I didn't know that you guys were already living together. That's that's awesome. That's really crazy. Yeah, man. I mean, I guess when you know, you know, right? Justin moved in with me right after, so. I think it's just that graystone touch. I don't think any. Dude, I will say, dude, man. That's the, like, it's. Go ahead, sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, it's go ahead. like yeah, like jam. It's it's crazy just jamming together all the time, and it, we would just we had we're just the same kind of very weird, and that was like super. It's like growing. It's like the same person, but we grew up in completely different parts of the world. Like yeah. it's mm-hmm. Brazil and like fucking Canada. Like it's right. completely different. So. Yeah, I don't know. It's just this really weird connection we kind of had, like bond as friends. So, um, so, then, so, yeah, over. so, how did it happen? Did, like, so you guys leave the mansion, you go back home or whatever, and uh, do your thing, and then yeah. suddenly you're. How did that? How did that happen? I want the. I want the. I want the nitty gritty. Oh, fuck me! Okay. <laughs> um, you really want content, Jared. You really want some good ass Dude, fucking. Listen, you want I, a good content. I am here. talking to my friend as I would talk to my friend if we were not I, filming anything. So except just, this, but we are but filming, we are and filming, it's on the yeah, internet, so, Jared. Wait, we're filming? <laughs> so uh, you know, just, no, no, uh, it's, you don't have to answer. It's just, chill. Yeah, no, yeah, no. It's it's like, um, well, yeah, I, I, we both went back home and wanted different things in our lives. We kind of had anyways, and then after those changes were made mm-hmm. then we would um yeah we would talk talk more and talk more and we we're like oh okay so like yeah this is kind of fucking crazy like mm-hmm. we're like very into each other um and like it's crazy the bond because it's 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 like what the fuck like we we both are like very similar per- people from a completely across the world sure um and then we also can like play guitar and we have the same job and stuff like that that's it's just like what like very coincidentally like that's weird how that just happened and met at a random fucking castle house without wi-fi um (laughs) you know so yeah then we just were like okay like let's uh let's let's like let's just do it let's just figure it out and then um we were like okay so we're not gonna do this long distance shit like fuck that so she was like, I guess I'm coming there. I'm like, okay. Dude, I'm the same way, man. I can't. I yeah. can't. That's literally like with me and Hannah. It was the same thing. She's from yeah. Iceland. I was like, once I knew, I was like, I'm not doing the long distance yeah. thing. Like, like I will fly you here. I'll move you here. I'll pay for everything. Like, you're here. And then it was like, right. that's right. it. Because like, long distance, man. It, some people can do it. I'm not one of those people. Yeah. I'm not one of those people. No. Yeah. I got to come clean. I paid both your girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> I was eating me up this inside. is a really long running prank, Austin. I, I know it started yeah. as a gag, and that I think you guys like each other now, so now I'm a little worried. I think I've gone, yeah. I've gone too far. Yeah, yeah. Well, that it's dude. Yeah, it's so fucking crazy. It's so fucking crazy, and now it just is like, yeah, this is this is the person I'm with, and like it, we're crazy. It's fucking, yeah. I mean, it's like, wow, sh- that works. It, yeah. It works way too well. Again, it's weird. It's like when good. you're like, if people people are like, like, let's go out. For, hey, honey, let's go out for a date to the movies or dinner. And we're like, yo, let's go write some slam riffs. That's our fucking <laughs> date. Right? Like, what the fuck is that? That's how shit? you know it's love, man. <laughs> you guys haven't slept like, since the mansion, just fucking writing deathcore riffs. In the staring living room. deeply into each other's <laughs> eyes, writing deathcore riffs just at yeah, 3 a.m. Jared, you said the funniest shit. Something like you guys can write your shitty MySpace deathcore riffs together now. I was fucking dying my ass off. The, okay, here's my yeah. question: Who's a better guitar player, you or Paula? 
Nick's gonna um, be humble, but she it's, is. it's Nick. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's perfect timing. Just no. roasting no. Paula. I'm not <laughs> roasting Paula. I'm complimenting Nick. No, no, Paul, like her fucking she has is, an infected fingernail, like, right? That's what you're gonna say. From Dude, she plays with her finger. finger. She plays with her finger. She, it's yo, I know that. She does. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> yeah. That's like no. Listen, listen. I'm aware. That's like the first thing that that that's like the first thing that I kind of realized because because she had flown here, and Austin, Austin's done, dude. No, you're done, dude. That response, like, yep. I fuck. Can we talk about metalcore, not Paula, please? <laughs> no, listen. Nick always talks no, no, about metalcore. We want to talk about something that do, Nick doesn't I, always talk about. Okay, this is. We can talk about sleep token. Okay, metal. This is also this is also not for content. <laughs> This is also not for content. This is for me personally because I was there and I saw this like this arc unfold over the course of like a month or two. Right. And so I'm just genuinely like excited for you and just like obviously poking fun, but still very excited for you and very curious on just how it went. And like I want to go back to you said something about um, you wanted to make life changes even before. Um, the mansion. Uh, what do you mean specifically by that? He'd never seen a sunrise. I, I, that, <laughs> he wanted to change that. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't know I wanted to until I got there and then was there for the week. And like, it's weird because I just was just, I just got drunk every day mm-hmm. um, and had fun and fucked around. But like that in itself, because like, I don't drink, like I'm not like a party dude. Um, right. Anyways, but like that was just so, such a different environment that I was like, yeah, I got home and I was like, let's get fucked up every day. No, I was just like, let's, uh, you know, it's like, let's, you know, maybe I got to chill with a little bit of how crazy I'm going because I've, I've done burnout so many times in my life, but I just go past it. Like I'm fucking stupid. Content, just, content burnouts, burn. you mean like content burnouts? Yeah, content yeah, burnouts. Yeah, yeah. And I just keep, mm-hmm. I just burn. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't stop. I don't, you know, I know normal human beings stop and make a video like, hey, I need a second. I just burn. <laughs> I just keep going. Like I don't right. fucking stop through the burnout that I is obvious is happening. Right. And it's so unhealthy. Um, and after doing that for so long and again, having that, that space and like that, I basically like that whole thing, like completely reset my mind. I did like a virus clean of my brain basically. And like reset everything, how it works. Like it was very crazy how much that changed my life not just because i of right. the obvious you, right, yeah, you the, know the brazilian package but uh <laughs> the brazilian yeah um yeah did, but, did uh, you did you yeah. did you feel like once you got was it being around a bunch of other people kind of made like changed your changed your mood is that kind of what you're saying whereas like you get around a bunch of people and you have so much fun that when you go home you're like man like i i could be having this kind of fun at home was it something like that or was it something yeah, a little different? It was, it was that and having so many people that get, get it. Cause you know, like we, we have a weird fucking job, dude. For sure. <laughs> it's such a, being yeah. a, or even just metal musician in general, such a weird job and it's blessed, but like, it's really hard to find people to relate to, to talk with, to understand with, to have fun with. That's not, you know, you're not always kind of worrying, like, if they, you know, sometimes are like, hey, what do they want from you? Or, like, even people that do do similar things, sometimes you're like, okay, what do you want? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, oh, for sure. It's, sure. it's really, yeah, I know. I'm sure you guys have had that shit for a long fucking time, too, right? Like, it's so weird 
and hard to build just genuine friendships and relationships when you do this shit. It's easy to have your walls um, and it's up hard. in this field. Yeah. And like then making friends with like normal human beings is also hard because they're like talking about normal things and you're like, yeah, so like I fucking put on a crab costume today and did a squat on the fucking, you know, pavement and took an Instagram photo. Like it, how do you, it's really hard to just connect with people, I think. Um, right. So then when I had so many people that was like, oh, wow, like, yeah, these are, you know, my, these are my people, right? Even it doesn't matter if, you know, I connected with people that didn't listen to crazy metal just as much as, you know, did but like more people that do youtube and understand this shit and i was like fuck man like wow like this is different you know and this is life and understanding that just changed my perspective on a lot of things and how crazy i was going and psychotic and wanting to just do more things and go outside maybe and again that's why i like split it into two because that was such a big change and then there was also the change of you know meeting paula and mm -hmm. that evolving in like the craziest way of like we're just really close friends and we felt also very i think safe with each other because we're both in relationships so like we're, right. like, we're not worried about one person like being disrespectful to the other in that sense mm -hmm. um and that's why we worked um because it was it was like we could just be comfortable with each other it right like, okay. yeah, i get that when i'm single yeah. i'm so rude to women <laughs> 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 well no it kind of takes away <laughs> It kind of yeah. because they always say like like men and women can't be friends if there's an attraction, right? But if you take that away of like, oh, we're in a relationship, we're in a relationship, like, um, or we're in, we're in separate relationships, then you become less of like like guy girl and more just like person person, and the, like you don't have yeah, that yeah. like looming like thing over you know, oh, is this person flirting with me or are they hitting on me? Like you just don't care because you're already in a relationship, yeah. right? So you, exactly. you, in a way you can actually become closer to a person with that because there is no, there's no weirdness. There's no like, what is this? Is yeah. he sending signals? Like what's, you know what I mean? In a, in a way, right? Right. right. Exactly. When, when you chug, yeah. she sweeps. It's like natural. <laughs> <laughs> it would be the opposite. She's yeah. But um, no, yeah, like, that's she the thing. Like it was just so when I was there. Yeah, she was. No, yeah, yeah, 100%. I was doing the fucking zeros, bro. Um, but that's the thing. Like, it was just so comfortable and, and just chill because, like, we, I wasn't, like, worried about that. Like, and she was super respectful and then I was super obviously respectful. And I think I was like, oh, that's that's just nice. Like, a cool friend that, like, we can hang with. Like, and right. again, I would hang with her as much as even, well, not as I hung with her. We hung out together probably more because we would go jam. But same thing. When we were in the back, it was usually, like, me, Austin, Justin, Damien, and, uh, and Paula. We were just all being fucking idiots together and that was just such a being slammed crazy dogs, baby. Being well the yeah. the one practice room it was literally like a, a revolving door of people that would go in there so it would be you know say say yeah. you and justin and austin and and damien and then paula would go in and then someone would come out i would go in and play drums exactly. and then i would come out and then it was just like constantly <laughs> it was, it was people would be too, playing together because there was like three practice rooms so that was like our practice space yeah and we'd be we'd play breakdowns for six hours and someone would come in and we'd be like oh really, <laughs> really yeah, yeah yeah we'd be like oh fucking here hours. comes yeah here comes led zeppelin on the guitar yeah. like we gotta chill the fuck out you know? against the machine covers yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to play breakdown yeah get out of my practice room i'm trying to hear in, in yeah. here, andrew baina right yeah now. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was and that too. It was like my I had two things that was happening. Either I was going to be drinking, or I was going to go and play and jam. Hey, so I was I, like, okay, well, both, dude, me and Damien. <laughs> <laughs> dude, yeah. Damien yeah. is 
Damien's funny because Damien doesn't have like a social media presence, but he is like one of the fucking most entertaining people to watch. <laughs> As far as He's just like so the funny. shit that he says and what he just genuinely does is like, yeah. you need to be in like a TV show. 100%. I, I've, I've never in my life seen somebody pull out in in real time. Wah, 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 oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Before and Damien did that, and I'm st- I still think about that. Dude, like, yeah. Wait till the I show was, comes I out. I would never have the balls to do that. It's so funny. Dude, Damien's <laughs> hilarious, man. Yeah. He's great. I love him so Dude, much. I, he was. The- Thank, thank, yeah, thank you, Jared, for the team. I like my team. Well, here the, the thing blessed, is, you blessed me, bro. <laughs> I remember when you, because uh, I was like, I did the math. I was like, four vocalists, three teams. Who's got what? Like, what's happening? Right, right. So that was, hold on now. That was literally because yeah. I wanted to see Justin and Austin on the same team, <laughs> and I knew if I was going to get the best that Justin and Austin together could deliver i would need someone like you and metalheads to make that happen now obviously the other teams i didn't want to be unfair so i didn't give graystone like everything that was like oh you're set up for success it was like i want just i want justin i want austin and nick should be in there too and I want to see. I want to see that. Like just for me personally, you know what I mean. And you guys just, of course, were were so fucking entertaining to watch and and phenomenal. And it was just such such a blast. It was it was interesting because it, it there was obviously the three different teams, three different bands. They all it was there was so different. Like you guys were very heavy. Yeah. You guys are very deathcore. Very like just like aggressive and ca- you guys were so chaotic. Mm-hmm. And in somehow, like I remember when you guys were. Uh, I don't care if I if I if I say this, but it, you guys were filming the the video that for the second day, and it was like, okay, we have to be done in half an hour, and you're like, we just started filming, <laughs> and and everyone else is like, yeah, we've been done two hours ago, we're editing right now, and you're all just running chaotically oh, dude, around yeah. the house mm-hmm. trying to like make this work, yeah. and I was like, there is some. And then you guys pulled it off. So it's like there's some type of chaos in this group that is just like (laughs) because I remember I remember Damien was standing there and we were out front and Damien was like, hey, guys, we should really start to focus. And I was thinking when Damien says we need to focus, you guys are in trouble. Like, uh, which is right, which is also yeah. just the most infuriating thing to hear when I'm I was like storyboarding and editing and shooting and he's like we really need to focus and I was like I haven't done anything but focus for the past ten hours Damien fuck you dude I mean that it was such, it's so fun because of the group dynamic oh like God. it's so like it's so much chaos and uh, it's it's but it's like that's the thing I I wasn't like I I was trying so hard to win but I was also like I could give a shit if the con like I just want this to be the funniest fucking thing ever like let's just have fun like so I was like even when like that day when I was like we're so fucked I'm like okay but this is gonna be the best like I got you Jared you know like we're gonna have a fun fucking (laughs) time here and this is gonna be chaotic bullshit you know we're gonna we're gonna make this fun even if it's even if we're fucked same thing with the, the the other day, which comes after that. Fucking holy shit! I was sitting there panicking the entire fucking time. Really? Hey man, non- shout out so- to you. Oh wait, I, I would have killed myself if you weren't on our team. Oh, not the day after. <laughs> the day, the day after yeah, day, that one. Day oh, day, day four. After that one. Oh, day four. Yeah. oh, you're talking about the music video. Yeah. Dude, I was, I my, my face was just, I was in panic the entire time, and I was just trying to keep like the description. I was like, everyone was doing their own thing, and was carrying in his weird 
way. Austin was chilling for a second and figuring life out, and Damien was, I think, just high as fuck. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then, and then Paul. Paula was trying to get like going to random people saying, I help me. I need help. I'm from Brazil. I need to get back. And like, I thought the cops were going to come get us. Yeah, so that, I'm just sitting there, re- you know, the like best figuring things of, out. Uh, Paula walking up to homeless people and be like, can you guys tip us? And I was like, Paula, no, don't go, not them. <laughs> they want what yeah. you're asking, Paula. That's yeah, not they were about to ask works. you that same thing. Well, well you know, and she, she well, cause yeah, to do, again, I don't want to spoil anything that happens in that, but like in the sense of trying to, get something she was going up to people and trying to get something and it was mm-hmm. like i paula you don't understand this is this is your it looks like you're a prostitute right now like <laughs> oh, and she doesn't understand she the context skirt on and so she's like will you give yeah, me yeah that too and i'm like, <laughs> like uh, dude so that's why like, i'm trying to like oh, i'm trying to like babysit that because i'm like this this woman's gonna actually get kidnapped from mm-hmm. from this place somehow yeah, and like yeah. dragged and like like stolen into a van just justin's on his own fucking energy damien is uh, i don't know what what grass he found okay and then austin's figuring it out too and i'm talking <laughs> every update like, of me is austin was trying his best <laughs> <laughs> but, he was doing yeah, something. Yeah. I, want, I wish I could. That that day is. I'm sure the that's probably the best. Dude, there, there if was, I had to assume the craziest content, uh, from that viewing was the it, fucking yeah. wild. Watching it is gonna oh, be yeah. the best. But I, living it was a, a literal nightmare. There's was, nothing worse yeah. than your appointed cameraman putting it on his camera and going, "You guys are fucked." You guys are so fucked. And I was like, stop saying that, dude. I'm trying to keep it. I'm barely keeping it together right now. And Kevin was just in there like, I just heard from the other guys. You guys are fucked. And I was like, why are you saying that? You're supposed to be on our team right now. Just sabotaging the whole thing. You guys are not. Yeah, after that. I was again. That's why I was like, "Yo, this is like going to be the funny." Because I knew leaving that 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 as chaotic as everything was that entire being there, that's the best fucking content I've I've yeah. ever seen in my so, life. Yeah. Like, just, like, we, it was so fucking it crazy. Every other day, we were like crushing it, and then that day hit, and we yeah. were like, <sighs> "You know what is funny? I, I mean, though, just how it starts." Yeah. What's funny is that your team could have won every single day. It, I, you I guys know. could That's have. You guys like, legitimately could have. Like it was. You guys were so good <laughs> every single challenge <laughs> that it was like. It wasn't just the fact that you guys were like a heavy genre, and I like heavy music. I like everything. It was like this: <laughs> the way that you guys did every individual challenge. Somehow, you guys pulled it off. Like. Like you yeah. guys just you just found a way to harness the chaos and yeah. make it happen. It, it just, was so just, crazy Justin, to watch. Uh, Justin kept yelling every day. He'd be like, hey, even if we don't win, we won their hearts. That's all that's ma- all that matters. <laughs> I was like, honestly, that's true, though. We're, tr- we're out here just sweating. It was yeah. just the craziest dynamic, and I loved every second of it. And that's, you know, that's why we would finish doing the challenges, and then we would all go jam together still and just, like, write random bullshit and, like, have fun. And it was so, so cool. And then I'd jam with just Paula, and then we also get to know each other more. And Stare into each yeah. other's eyes. How, how was that, uh, that, dan- that dynamic for you where... I mean, you, you weren't appointed team captain, but you essentially became our team captain because <laughs> Justin and I are fucking nightmares together. <laughs> You're like, hey, guys, you can't play Smash Bros. We're in a challenge right now. <laughs> and we're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. And Nick would be like, can we, like, was, get this together? <laughs> I, yeah, I was I was just trying to... Uh, that's the thing. I was like, I'm there, so, like, I'm going to fucking give it all. Like, let's just focus on what we're trying to do. And I knew... Again, it was we have such a fun dynamic that I loved every bit, and Damien was just forced to deal with our metal shit, and I loved that too because I know you put him in there as like 
the like lesser metal curveball and just we were just like you're playing metal with this and he was like do i have to and we were like yes and then he just did it <laughs> yeah, he nailed it. so the funny thing about damien yeah. is that he was in a metal band for like 10 years like he's he's right, right. not like he he was joking a lot about like I don't even play metal. He doesn't really anymore, but he he knows he's the so life. He's so good, dude. He's played he's more so uh, uh, metalcore or not metalcore. He like more hardcore deathcore basement shows than I think all of us combined. <laughs> like that dude would uh, just tour dude. in his band and play to twelve people every night for years. Yeah, crazy. Wow. Like Plus, he dude, lived that life. I, I love it when people just lie to awesome. people for like fun. You know, Davian was the yeah. king of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He'd wear shorts and he'd be like, what, "What's wrong with your legs?" And he's like, "Yeah, I was in a, a fire when I was six and <laughs> barely escaped." And they're like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." I asked. He's like, "I'm just kidding." That's not real. <laughs> no, that was fake. He That's made that actually. Up. I thought and that was legit that for, for a joke. And he never came clean to anybody. Later, he told me he was like, "Oh yeah, this is like a circulatory issue I have. I was born with." I was like, "You weren't in a fire. I believed you, dude. I've known you for so long." <laughs> yeah, he's just Jesus lying all the time. Holy Oh my fuck! <laughs> yeah, it was so wild, man. That's why like, I, I just, I had so much fucking fun with everybody yeah, what there, a treat. and I was like, <laughs> yeah. it was, it was such an experience. And uh, yeah, then coming back, I was like, holy fuck, I need to like meet some life changes. And though again, life changes were pretty intense and big, and I had to accept what I was doing it was different, and I fucking went with it and did it, and. Yeah, man. Intense and big, like my boy. Come on, bring it in here. <laughs> so, so obviously we not, know about the life change not, with uh, with Paula. We know about the life change with Paula. Yeah. What? How, how have you made life changes in other aspects of your life, as far as like say making content or the things you do on your day to day basis? Yeah, just like not panicking every second if a video is not going to be out on time, um, and being anxious and like trying to like go outside and like hey if a show's in town like actually just fucking go and shut the fuck up and just go and have fun yeah like that kind of mentality of just 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 do shit do shit have fun and if like you got to miss a stream or something like that's fine like no right. one like i'm so lucky that i have like a really chill community surprisingly and that they're like like they don't give a fuck like right. they're just like dude do whatever so like, I mean, metalheads are so stoned. They don't know if it's Tuesday or Wednesday anyway, so <laughs> it's all good. You know, you have a great community yeah. for that kind of stuff. Yeah, man. So it's 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 just been that, just doing that and dialing back a little on content. But yeah. I still stream basically five days a week. I still do three long-form videos and then three short-form videos. Which is still week, so you know. much. That's so much. Because it's just, it's just you, right? Like, you don't have a team. Like it's just I you. Don't, I, don't, I used it was just me for the until March or April. Then I got just an editor for only the long form YouTube. Gotcha. And that's it. Because um, I like that shit takes five hours. That's it's like I would stay up till like five a.m. Crazy. Like, just, just do it because like this does, has to come uh, out tomorrow. So, does someone else yeah. run the the clips channel? Or is that like a side? Yeah, thing that's its own some... thing completely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, clips channel is uh, one of my mods. I because like that's I, two tight, years though. ago I was like that's really cool. We do a lot of dumb shit on Twitch. Like, like who 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 wants the fucking free AdSense to just do it? I don't have time. Yeah. Um, I should have asked for a percentage, but that's fine. Um, and <laughs> I was just like, who wants to just just do it? And my homie was like, I'll just do it. I was like, could go. And he just did it, and it did great. That a lot of those videos on those channel that channel sometimes gets way more than my main. And again, it taught me a lot about like YouTube too, and how a subscriber number no one gives a fuck. It doesn't super matter. It's all about 
you know, monthly views and consistency and hitting, you know, key audiences and retention rate and all that stupid shit um, instead. So I'm glad I spent 10 years to get a fancy number that I can, you know, show on the back of my wall. That's not even hung. I have stuff from Displate that they didn't, they haven't been paying me for. Uh, Displate sponsor me again. Yeah. Which, by the way, congratulations on hitting a million. That's super, super cool. Oh, yeah, for real, dude. Very, that's very nice. cool. It was so close when we saw you last. That's awesome. And you've been yeah. making, you've been making videos you. for, for like, ten years? Nine, eight years? How long have you been doing it? Eight. Eight years? I've been doing uh, eight, nine, I t- 2014. Yeah. But, like, it wasn't a lot. About the same time I started, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. When did you, uh, yeah, when did you ditch the water bottle? What do you mean? <laughs> Wait, what's the water bottle? I don't know the uh, water it's, bottle. It's, it was like his YouTube, uh, you know, that little like watermark that they put on. That was it was like a water bottle for the longest time. Cause yeah. His old when he would do the covers and learn them in 10 minutes. The same day oh, the yeah. song was uploaded. It was there was always a water bottle like on the table. And so I think yeah. it just I was became a, a meme in his channel. But <laughs> yeah, just one day it just stopped, yeah. stopped seeing that bottle. It's like, what's good? What's yeah. up? Are you still staying hydrated or what? <laughs> I was worried. I was worried. <laughs> Dude, it was wild because I would have CP20, like, and people from Toronto know, like, the news on, and I would have a water bottle, and it was just, that's what was on my desk. And I would just hit film. I didn't really care. Like, I didn't spruce anything up or make it look good. It was just like, just fucking hit the button and go. I would look like an absolute jackass, and that's how I would go about it for many years. I still do. Same. So, the old, yeah, we just we just do it. And I would have people be like, yo, why are you like always doing stocks, bro? Because at the bottom of the news, like on some places, it shows like the stock stuff. And I would my camera would cut off only at the stock. So people thought I was like this crazy fucking stockbroker when I was <laughs> doing that the whole time. Like just like <laughs> stocks. Yeah, like just like like watching stocks all day and fucking waiting for Dogecoin to go up while I was doing metal covers. Um but I would just have the fucking news on water bottle and that was it i did just covers for five four fucking years that's a long time and you were like you were on it you know the second a song came out Mm -hmm. an hour later you had a fucking cover which is crazy like like that's crazy I, i couldn't do that like i've done a video a day for like a few months span at a time but like learning other people's songs can't I, I could not do that. That's that's a whole nother gift. Like when I when I had to go and play for Trivium, learning their songs took me it it was like the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Like I don't mm-hmm. I don't know why, but just there's something in my brain that's like I can create stuff, but if I have to learn something right. someone else does, I don't yeah. I don't know why. I just can't I can't do it. But you're so you were so good at doing that to the point where it became like a meme. It was like, Oh yeah, Nick, you know, yeah. Half an hour later, here's here's how you play the song, you know. But that's that's it's yeah. a meme and it's funny, but it's also like it's a testament to your ability as a musician because you have just that brain that you can hear something and you're like, oh yeah, I was just doing this. Mm-hmm. Like you're so like practiced, whether it's practiced mm-hmm. or just naturally gifted. I'm assuming a little bit of both, but you can do that very easily, and you yeah. did that for many it's years, which is very is impressive. <laughs> very impressive, which has then led you into doing obviously other types of things, which like oh I don't want yeah. I don't really want to do covers that much anymore. Now I'm going to do this. But because of this, it got you to this point. You know what I mean? So it's, it's a little yeah. bit like stepping stones up to, you know, a level that you want to maintain for a long time. You know? Exactly. It, Dude, it's been such a weird trajectory because it was only covers. And I loved doing that for uh, 
I loved doing that for a long time, but like you said, it's, it would, yeah, song would come out and I was, I was like a slave to the fucking song, you know, like it was mm-hmm. just that, like, uh, our, architects dropped, like, let's go. Right. Like, yeah. let's, let's fucking do it. I, I gotta do it. I have to drop everything, even if I'm doing something important, like, and it was like, holy shit, like, that's like, not like fun. <laughs> like it's true. You right. just but do the thing and you, it, it has yeah. translated into an, an insane skill for you though, <laughs> where you can just like, you guys <laughs> yes. do like a slipknot riff and then you just would create one on the spot or like you guys feeling yeah. like a, what, what like 2000 metal chord and you, just yeah. do, you would just create well, a riff on the spot. Right. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. Cause I, I knew when I was doing this stuff, I, I'm not a crazy guitarist. I'm not a crazy, I wasn't like really crazy at anything. I was just like, I could do a lot of different shit and I really liked songwriting and um, understanding music. So I would learn songs just by myself to help understand music, to write music, mm-hmm. like, like to write my own shit. So it was cool. I was like, okay, let's just do it for content. And that's when the cover started. And I did that for so long. And then I was like, okay, maybe I should speak a word or talk or try new things because this is not like sustainable. Right. Uh, and I was seeing a lot of people do cool shit, obviously, like Jared, Rob, Stevie, um, and um, oh god, who was around that time? Fuck man, three three one E Rock. Hey, wasn't he? Remember E Rock? Yeah, three, yeah, yeah, yeah. E Rock. He was doing covers Jesus, mostly, man. but I think he still is. Right. So and and Cole, well, Cole's doing covers mainly, but he would recreate everything, which was yeah. cool, and like do dub stuff versions and shit well but yeah i was just like fuck, fuck i gotta do something different and so i expanded into maybe skit meme shit and that was really funny and people seemed to like it and then that grew into more songwriting weird type thing where i could like make a riff in a second and then i would do the series called heaviest riff <laughs> probably one of my most successful just because it's just here you want to search fucking drop c riffs so here you go here's the coolest right. ones and uh, by doing that i learned a lot by just doing the series, I learned so much shit about riffs and different genres. And then I could expand more into understanding genres as a whole and understanding the jokes within them and understanding how to, you know, be like, oh, you want to write a song like this band? Okay, well, you know, I'll say it in funny, stupid, you know, Mimi crab man ways of like, well, you need jaunty, jaunty things and bendy, bendy booze. But like analytically, I understand kind of how they're doing what they're doing so I can <clears throat> extrapolate that and take the essence and kind of recreate it. And that's what like all of that has accumulated towards especially to like stuff i do nowadays mm-hmm. more so is like understanding sounds that people want that i want as a fan of metal and being able to combine that with songwriting but also analyzing and doing stupid reaction shit and just do i basically my channel now is i just say it we do fun metal shit that's right that's basically the best way to describe it. yeah it's been a weird fucking journey dude well i think that you, you you said you're not a crazy guitarist i think you're kind of selling yourself short a little bit because i think you, your strength lies in more than just your ability to play guitar it's your ability to write songs because you could have a guitar player who is an amazing guitar player they can't write we're shit that happens all the time you know you have someone right. who can shred and they can play all kinds of crazy stuff and you say well write something that i have no idea and you i've seen you right. do streams where you will literally write a song in in, you know like two hours and it will be and the thing is is like i could write a song in two hours but it's not gonna be on a level of like a song that i personally feel and obviously i'm gonna be a little bit like biased here because like i hate all this sh- all the my own shit but like the stuff that you put out mm-hmm. is like the stuff you write in like two hours is like crazy good and that's that's so Thank little you, time and considering some bands take a year to write an album and you just write, and you've written probably like 10 songs in the last two months. 
And it's like, that's an album's worth of music. And Fuck. and then I like, listen to these songs, and they're so drastically different. I mean, a lot of times you are, like, going off of a band's sound, right? Like, oh, how to, you know, right. trying exactly. to sound like a band. So in full, whoever. But you work with all these other artists, but you're providing these tracks to people in just fucking no time. And I think that mm. that is something that, like, <clears throat> that's like a top 0.001% type of thing. So, I mean, you say you say you're not a crazy guitar player, but like from doing this for like 15 years and then watching you get to where you're at now, like from somebody else to you, I think you're you're like incredibly talented in ways that aren't just playing a guitar. It's understanding what sounds good, what is going to get you the location you're trying to get to which I think a lot of people don't, they don't have that in their head. And I think that's the one thing that you're probably like the best at is envisioning something and then getting it to completion in like an insane amount of time, like so fast. And especially in nowadays where it's like, everyone's just like now, 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 now more content, more content, a hundred thousand right. songs, 10,000 Twitch streams and 8,500 fucking <laughs> reaction videos. And it's like, Holy shit, dude. I'm trying, but like you're keeping up with it, and I, I just think it's really impressive. And I, you know, it's, uh, just for, just honestly, like I think that's really really cool. So, you know, don't sell yourself short, man. Like I think you're Thank you're you, you're killing it. You know, you're definitely killing it, and it's it's really cool to see. It's really cool to see. And yeah, hanging out like the mansion and with everybody, it was you know, it was interesting. Like meeting you in person, I because I think that was the first time we've ever actually like really met in person or like at least hung out. You know, so it's kind of like cool to yeah to see how like how your brain works and how you go about, you know, making things happen and stuff like that. And yeah, like when I watch you on Twitch streams, there's really no difference. than when I watch you trying to do something in person where you're just like, there's no cameras really on you, but you're just sitting there like, OK, blah, blah, blah just playing your riffs, you're writing your songs and then you just have something figured mm -hmm. out. And it's like, oh, this is just him. Like, this isn't just like something <laughs> that he like you know, has tapped into. It's like, this is just who he is. So I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm rambling, but I think it's cool. Like, don't sell yourself short. Thank you, bro. I think you're, I, I really do Dude, think I, you're like doing some cool shit for sure. Thank you, man. Yeah, that's, that's, I appreciate that. And that means a lot. Like it's been a, it's been cool just fucking around and, you know, cause I'm, I love all this shit. So like, if I want to hear an Avenged Sevenfold song in the style of waking the fucking fallen, like that's something when I was like a teenager, I would like, try to fuck around with and do and take all the elements of that stuff and be like okay like let's do this because i i that was i'd be a selfish bitch and just want it for myself yeah <laughs> i just feel like i want to hear this dude because i think it's cool and i want more music like that you know? i dude i 100 um, percent was all have always been the same way like even in making my mm -hmm. like all my own content it was literally does this exist answer no right. well then i will make it it was always that like yeah. we had Stevie on here talking and stuff like that. And he was talking about, um, you know, like analytics and, and how like researching and even Finn McKinty and I have talked about this of, you know, knowing like, oh, this will be a good video. So I will do this. And I was like, I've never thought of it that way. I like I have never right. thought of it as will this do well? OK, I'll do it. It was always like, do I want to do this? Does it exist? Will I have fun? Even if the video flops, will it have been yep. a great experience? Yes. I will do it. You know what I mean? Exactly. So it's, it, it's it has to be fun. A hundred percent. After doing it for so long, it has, it has to be fucking fun. And, and there's no way you just to do it for the fucking fancy ego boost numbers. Like nowadays, like, fuck no, it, it doesn't do shit. <laughs> well, and I got to give you mad credit too, man, because seeing you do all that shit back in the day, I was like, damn homies killing it. And you would do nonstop. 
you would try the new series and then everyone else would copy paste you, which was the <laughs> funniest thing to fucking watch. Because well, I know you humble as fuck and you probably won't say it. I'm like, bro, I'm seeing that. I'm like, yeah, everyone's basically like, oh, damn, oh, styles of all this shit. I wonder where that's coming or like guitar store stuff and all that shit, which, you know, it's so funny, like seeing how that's evolved. And still nowadays, like there's a lot of content creators that are like, like it, it's just still be in the form of shorts now. You'll probably see instead of ten styles, some kid doing three styles of sure. metal, and they'll get like five million views on TikTok. Yeah, and people will be like, "What the fuck is this? This is crazy! Like yeah. this new concept." And and then it's like, "Yep, this new concept 100, <laughs> in 2023." Hundred percent, man. Hundred percent. It's just fun, man. Like that's the thing is, is no matter what, I just want to like even the mansion stuff. If the whole series is a flop then at least I would want to have had a great week. Like when everyone was showing yeah. up, it was like, it was in my head that I was like, okay, so like we have to do this content, we're doing this show, but I want everyone going there to just have an amazing week no matter what. So we need to format yeah. it in a way that's like, it's not super hectic. It's not super like uh, stressful. I don't have everyone just doing a thousand things, 20 hours a day. Yeah. And I want people to just feel like they're having a great experience outside of it and that's always how i've looked at the content is like is this something i'm going to have fun with so if i invite three or four of my friends over we hang out and we do this thing is that fun yes yeah. let's do it because otherwise what am i going to do is just just sit at home with my thumb up my ass like playing diablo 4 you know what i mean so it's like you do one or the other yeah. it's a good way so, to come yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right nick well, we've had you for about an hour i don't want to keep you too good. long i do have uh that's gonna be the last thing i say <laughs> I <do have> <laughs> That's my fucking my my exclamation mark on this. Um, well, and I, I gotta give you credit too, Jared. <laughs> fucking seeing you like take this huge like concept and like do it, execute it, and seeing you there too, like going through it and being super chill. Just being like, yeah, no problem, guys. Like no one literally you made it so no one had to worry about shit. Yeah, the professionalism and you just got is shit. crazy. You, it was it was insane, dude. And seeing you do Thank that you. and take on all that like shit from people and responsibility. Like I I, I, I have no idea how much work and all that stuff takes to put in. But if I had to assume like a, a fifth of that, I would go fucking crazy if that was me doing what you had to do and that you were just doing and fucking keeping calm, chill, organizing and organizing a bunch of fucking kids, basically a big <laughs> playhouse, you know, to get shit done and camera and you and Angel and doing your stuff. Like, it's just so cool seeing how that happened. It came together. Shit was hilarious the content was fucking ace and i could tell too when you were there i know you said it too you were like yeah even if whatever however this show does i just want everyone to have a good time and i was like what a like what a fucking gangster what a good dude right there man <laughs> like he just like that's a that's a homie right there bro and i gotta congratulate you on that because that show was fucking amazing and well, thank you man bias because of what happened after um that was fucking crazy experience <laughs> and austin chill the fuck out bro uh, <laughs> you know like Damn. fucking big congrats on that man and i really hope this show like gets in front of the people it should because like it's fucking ace man and the idea is incredible i hope so too man if we do season two we'll have uh we'll have the wedding during season two musician mansion nick and paula uh deathcore wedding what do you think you the nick sunlight ep <laughs> Um, I was going to ask you one more question before you go, Nick. Um, you had mentioned a while ago about doing songs or an EP or a record with Phil Labonte from All That Remains. Will we ever see that? 
Because I, I genuinely want to see it. I have been wanting to hear this shit for too. so long. Right, okay, well, just say, you've worked with vocalists before, right? I have. Right, yeah. Enough answered. Yeah, I have. <laughs> Some of them just aren't uh, going to get you stuff on time. Isn't that right, Nick? Bro, I... I I I vote like I I yeah man like it's just it's going. We've had one of the songs done for two years. Um, like it's right. there, it's tracked, mixed multiple times. We're just like, I it was gonna be a whole like album with Phil, and then he got busy with like other stuff in ATR and you know politics and all that. <laughs> and so I'm like, <laughs> and like that's great. I'm like he's 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 super chill and like nice and you know he's a great guy. I don't. Great guy. Love that yeah, guy. He loves me too, chill. so I have to love him yeah. back, you know? Invite him to season two yeah, so that Nick is forced to do the EP with him. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Like, and so, like, I think it's going to turn now into a basically a concept. I have all these, like, 2000s metalcore, like, worship songs, mm -hmm. and I'm just going to try to find a vocalist, every vocalist from that era, and just be like, here, like, fucking, how much fucking do you want to do the thing here? Cool. I <laughs> can kind of make it this more variety 2000s worship mm -hmm. album, like, a you know, the Kill Switch type song, the Azalei Dying type song, Without Going to Person, the, the Bullet song, the uh, Under Oath type song, you know, like shit like that. I was going to say, I know, I know an I'm undercover gonna... cop personally if you need me to get in contact with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nick, thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. We really do appreciate it. Nick, is there anything you got coming up or anything you want to shout out on the podcast before we go? Uh fucking go watch the show it's fucking awesome and i'm i'm panicking half the time and yeah like have fun watch watch literally guys like when i that that fucking day when i when we stopped playing and i took five seconds to see what austin and justin were still doing when we were up there <laughs> that was the funniest moment i had in 10 years was laughing that hard it was that fucking funny Hell like yeah. seeing what the fuck unfolded here go watch the fuck I, I can't wait for people to, yeah. to watch it too because you you keep saying like you were freaking out and stressing out Great poker face. <laughs> really? Yeah. You, oh, I was panicking the no, entire I, lot, time. Gotta be, dude, to be completely honest, a lot of those times I thought you were just kidding for like morale. <laughs> so I thought you were just like, oh, yeah, we're fucked, guys. And I was like, all right, Nick, that's pretty funny. Let's keep going. But that was you giving Damn, up hope. And that's motivated crazy. Me. <laughs> I thought you were being ironic. That's pretty funny to find out now. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. That was true fear of nothing's happening and we're kind of <laughs> fucked because Justin's fucking dancing in the fucking backyard with no shoes ever for some reason. Oh yeah. You know, Austin's Austin's disassociated you know. at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking I'm trying to translate things to Paul and like in, in Portuguese or whatever to make it work with the riffs and stuff. And then Damien's probably high as fuck and I'm lost. You don't I don't know where he is, so like yeah, that's where <laughs> Like, our our drunkard, Damien. That's so funny. I could explain things to Paula the easiest, ironically, I think, out of our whole band. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, I can't wait for it. Well, I don't know. It, it should be out soon. It depends when this podcast comes out. But yes, the, the mansion show. It's when is be... this coming out? Uh, <laughs> When's this coming out? I mean, it depends when you need it to, man. We were we were probably going to post like, it in like a couple weeks, but uh... <laughs> you were so oh, yeah, you were such a stressful person. You've made three comments. When's this coming out? No, it doesn't matter. Just when is it coming out? I don't care. <laughs> Just give us a date, Nick. Just tell us what. Why are you being so weird about it? <laughs> I don't care. Oh, but seriously, though, what's, uh, <laughs> what's my timeline looking like? It could be uh, tomorrow? Holy shit. <laughs> I have to notify a few people of, the, of certain things before this could come out. 
All right, Nick. I love you, bro. <laughs> I have to notify my accountant first. Sorry. Um, yeah. I love you, bro. Thank you so much for joining us, and uh, hope you have a good rest of your evening, my guy. Thanks Take care. You too, guys. Peace Appreciate out. You. Good night. See you guys. Make Later, sure bro. Thanks for your time, Bye, dude. guys. Yes, thank you. <laughs> All right, Nick. Thank you so much for joining us. Really do appreciate it. Now, we are going to head into the after show. After, after. Roll after. it, Kevin. It's time for the after show. All right. Welcome to the after show, everybody. This is where we interact with our patrons and we answer their questions and read their comments. If you would like to be part of our podcast after shows, you can join us on Patreon and ask us questions, leave us comments, and we will interact with them live on the podcast. Crazy, right? All right. So this one comes from someone named Jake Fear Itself AR. And he says, uh, this is for you, Austin. He says, I wanted to tell you about a song that I think you would like based on your style. Have you ever heard of Exit Wounds? Mm -hmm. They have a song called Heaven is Empty. I think you'd find it pretty poppin'. If you get a chance, let me know what you think of it. No kidding. It reminds me of For the Likes of You, especially his vocal style. Let's go. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll peep that song and, and let you know. I know that band though. Yeah, Exits wound Exit Wounds is tight. Uh, dude, that's sick. For you for the likes of you, that's a that's pretty obscure. That's that's awesome. <laughs> I would love to check it out. Hell yeah, appreciate that. Uh, next comes from Troy R J and he says, "What's going on, you silly skunks?" Hello from Australia. What up? What up, Australia? So never, ever done something like this. Uh, Patreon slash message a creator that I like. Thank you. So he's popping his cherry. Okay. Uh, Thank you. He says, been watching you guys for years now. No joke. Watched every episode at least two to three times. I like to use old episodes for background sound. Hell yeah. Uh, And I got to say, you guys are fucking fantastic. I respect the hustle and I'm glad I can support the Dickie Dines crew. Your boy here went for the exclusive tier. Hey. Cheers, guys! Yo, thank From you. Troy. Yes, thank you so much, Troy. We we That's appreciate incredible. that. Yeah, thanks for watching. I do. We, I feel like we've been talking about that a lot recently about how cool it is to hear people comment that they like use our videos for playlists to like fall asleep or background noise or something like that's yeah. that's so awesome i i do that with channels that i really like so it's cool to think that other people do that for our content as well it's a very very great feeling it's awesome logan moon says thank you guys for the content been re-watching all your old vids for like the third time been a fan for years all the positive vibes and blessings to you guys peace and love from texas oh thank you, one of the texas. cool things I, I like i love just nice one of the cool things I love about this is when everyone says like like peace from oh, Australia please, yeah. <laughs> or let you know peace from Guatemala or you know much love from Texas or whatever. It's like wow, it's crazy to think that there's someone like literally across the the country mm-hmm. or the world who's uh, who's watching us. Yeah, you know, fucks, fucks with us enough to subscribe on Patreon. It's inc- <laughs> incredible. Thank you. <clears throat> yeah, that's amazing. Thank you so much. Tough Dudes Tony says, hey, super excited. The Patreon is up and functioning again. Love your guys' videos. Um, I would like to ask, 
Are there any tips or tricks for writing modern metalcore structure, riffs, etc.? I've been trying to present my bandmates with demos, but everything that I write comes out sounding like 2004. <laughs> yeah, on, same. On, also, same Tony. <laughs> also, honestly, though, there is. I feel like there's a market for that because we're in like a we're in like a resurgence period where people are vocally very tired of metalcore. Uh, and I think bringing old school sounds with a modern edge is a big thing right now. Like Dying Wish is doing really well in there. Riffs are the most, you know, 2007 shit you could imagine. And it's, but it's got like good production and they have like a new style vocally. And it, I feel like it adds, it has like this nostalgia, but it's different enough from the modern stuff. And if you never grew up with the, mo- the old stuff, then it, it d- does feel fresh and new. Right. So I, I feel like there is something to like revitalizing the early 2000s metalcore in the 2020s, you know, it's 20 years later. Like yeah. there's, there's some innovation to be done with those. And there's a whole new generation that who probably hasn't listened to, cause I don't listen exactly. to things that come out really in like the thirties or the forties or fifties. Right. Really? Mm-hmm. Like I'll, I'll hear them, right. you know, obviously they're still around, but I only really started listening to music in like the eighties, the nineties, early two thousands, much before that. I don't go back. So it's like 20, 30, 40 years later. It's like, mm-hmm. You know, this there's stuff. Some gold, there's some gold to be discovered. There's there. some gold. Yeah, to, yeah exactly. Inspired by, uh, you see it all the time when like uh, like Stranger Things, perfect mm-hmm. example, with the running up the hill song. Yeah. I know. I, I never heard that song. Yeah, and it, was and like then it, it came out like fucking years and years and years ago. But, you know, so, yeah, it still track. is a great song mm-hmm. that can be listened to by many, mm-hmm. you know. Absolutely. Today. Yeah. Dude, so many movies but, and shows <laughs> I grew up with. I was I would never would have found that type of cool classic song if I didn't yeah. see that. So yeah, yeah. Sometimes it, you could be the band to be like, oh, I didn't even know I liked this type of metalcore. You know. Yeah. One thing I would say too, though, like you're saying, you know, all my stuff sounds like 2004. I'm assuming is like you don't like, you don't want it to sound like that. A really, really good, helpful thing that I did to kind of expand my songwriting is to work with other people and see Mm -hmm. what they do and not obviously copy, like don't copy their riffs or like their style or whatever, but, but like see what they, exactly. And then they'll put like a thought into your head of like, Oh, well, what about this? What about this? And you're Mm -hmm. like, I never, I never even thought about that stuff before. And then you work with more and more people and you start to actually add these little elements into your songwriting. And then a year down the road, two years down the road, you now have all these new different, different ideas and elements that you want to introduce into your Mm -hmm. songs that will take it from where you're at and, you know, elevate it. I always think writing with people is just such a good idea. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Yeah. There's a ego to be swallowed sometimes in music with, you're like, I want to write the art that's truest to me, but sometimes having somebody there with you can like bring out an even truer you. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't even think about that. That actually is much cooler, much more digestible. I mean, dude, just, just me personally, like Mm -hmm. when the more I work with other producers and songwriters, the more I learn and the the better my songs come out to be. Don't get me wrong. I love tracking by myself and getting weird and shit, but yeah, working with producers really changed my outlook on like digestibility and what the listener wants to listen to or like, Oh, I did like, you know, little things about me as a musician I didn't know I did or like I fell into because I was right. comfortable, you know, like certain right. flows or styles or something. And it took working with a producer to be like, hey, what if you tried, you know, elongating these instead of doing like fast and stuff? And I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't even think about that. And now it makes me rethink all yeah. of my choices of like, oh, my God, I could do way more things that I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, having another person in the studio goes a long fucking way. Hundred <laughs> um, percent. This one comes from FDDNM, and he says, uh, "Which expired memes still stick with you to this day?" Dat boy. 
That boy? That boy. Really? Because it is one of the best flash pan. It's like the truest art of a meme where it showed up. It did not explain itself. It had no context. And then it just went away. It it, it wasn't here for years getting beaten to the ground because most people didn't even understand it. And that was like the beauty of it. Oh, oh shit. Here come that boy. Like, what are you even talking about? It's the strangest thing. It's just a frog on a unicycle. And it, it, I don't know. It's like the best like shit post. Yeah. Like I love just seeing people write like really serious posts and it just be like a unicycle frog in the comments. It's so funny. It was so good. It didn't need explanation as to why it was funny, and when people were confused, it made it more funny because I'm yeah. like, "Why are you trying to? Why do you care so much? Yeah. About it? It's just a fucking look. Here he comes. Yeah. Like it's nothing. And it was. I was the perfect. I fucking loved that boy. Hell yeah. <laughs> what about you? you I would. I would have to. I don't know, man. I I always thought the, the some of the SpongeGar ones. Oh, those were good. That yeah. I saw. And it sucks too because were the Mr. really Krabs funny. One took. Took it over yeah. pretty quick, and they were like the same thing. But yeah. I love the face of the SpongeGar one. The Sp- dude, I just saw some really funny ones of the SpongeGar, and that that still sticks with me to this day, one hundred percent. Remake that boy. <laughs> yes, I'm about to get a dad boy tattoo. Honestly, um, Tristan Schulfus says, "What other career options did you have if music did not work out?" Oh, that's a that's a fun one. Uh, you probably landscape concrete and landscaping. I would have okay. I would, I would have been. You were doing that guys. when we started. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I was. I kind of had like a teeter moment there where I was like, I could either full commit to this or like you know explore what this YouTube thing could be because it was like way more fun and it gave me a, a, a chance to be musical and creative for you know potentially work someday and or I could you know, have no back vertebrae by the time I'm 35. So yeah. it's one of those, one of those teeter moments of like, ah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm trying to dig ditches for another five years so I can earn my right to sure. make money. Sure. But yeah. Yeah. Grind. I, yeah. I probably would have been a probably landscaper or something, honestly. Yeah. I, uh, I wanted to be a firefighter at one point. Respect. Um, my grandfather was a firefighter for like 40 years and I thought it was kind of cool. And I was really into like fitness back then mm-hmm. and like personal training and anatomy. And I just thought that would be kind of cool. That was kind of a few years, three or four years before the YouTube stuff kind of kind of took off. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I went through so many phases as a kid. I was like at one point I wanted to be a baseball player more than anything. When I was younger, it was yeah, like a baseball player. Too. I want to be uh, either first baseman or center field. I always thought those were like really, really cool positions. And then I kind of grew out of that and I got into martial arts and I thought, you know, <clears throat> I want to be Bruce Lee. Dude, I, you know, I, I, you know I had what that I mean? stint too, dude. I'd collect nunchucks <laughs> and I would collect throwing well, bro, stars. Gonna, I think I'm going to enter the UFC when I'm 25. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got really into it. I, I did Taekwondo for years. I got got my black belt and did tournaments, sparring tournaments, got gold medals, and it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. But then I, as I grew up, I just kind of mm. fell out of it. Um, like and then good. skateboarding. Skateboading oh, was another cra- one. Dude, that'd be crazy. I just don't like broken bones. Right. Yeah. So once I you grabbed a guitar, hard a couple of times, you're like, wait, this is way safer. Yeah. <laughs> once I grabbed a guitar, I was like, oh, I can't get hurt playing guitar. <laughs> yeah. I just get calloused fingers. I can still be cool with the guitar. <laughs> you know. That's yeah. That's, and way that's way more safe. So, yeah, I, feel, I wanted to be a professional hacky sack player when I was in. You were pretty younger. good. I was really good. Yeah, yeah was, you're I pretty was, good. I mean, it's a pretty niche thing. So, but I was like, 
Yeah, I, every school I went to, I was I was the guy. I was the hacky sack guy, and yeah. it was a, a big part of my fucking. My, I just loved it. I'm still I'm still really good at it, but yeah, yeah I, there was like European teams that did it competitively, and I was like. I'm gonna do this. Right. It's like the most niche. That's thing so funny. It's like those guys who throw darts. Yeah, we're just like are dart sure, tournaments. Yeah, how do you tell your parents you like you want to be the dart guy? Or yeah, really? you want to be the hacky sack guy. Yeah, you want to. I'm sorry, you want to go to Europe to play foot bag? Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, this next one comes from Tiffany Hoffman, and uh, she says, "What is your thoughts about music today? The state of music as it is today." It's an interesting question. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, guess you could kind of relate it to like music of the past. Yeah, I don't know. I think uh, it, it's like a double-edged sword. You know, there's we have the most amount of options we've ever had. Like, I love so many different cultures of music and different genres that, and like weird genres too that we would not have gotten back then because those yeah. people would have been like lynched or something. <laughs> you know, it, it's we so we have like such a good pool of stuff to select like i'm never bored with music that's the thing sure. like, when i talk to people and they're like i'm a little tired of metal i'm like well listen to not metal. if you like, can imagine to- it it probably exists exactly. like one yeah, of my literally. favorite things to do is if i'm in if i'm like okay i don't have a song in mind but i want to hear rpg dungeon synth battle royale gaming music i type that into spotify and there's a playlist for it like right. If you can imagine a, a specific mood or sound that mm-hmm. you're going for, you can instantly be listening to it, yeah. which is insane because I used to have to wait once a week <laughs> as a kid. I'm this is a boomer moment. I'd have to wait to go to the library because mm-hmm. the library went once a week with my with my mom and I would get music CDs and they had a CD like a rock section, blues, jazz. That's where I listened to Eric Clapton. That's where I found Disturbed and Papa Rose and uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival and (laughs) Van Halen, like all these artists, I'd have to wait once a week to go to get, I think it was a limit of like five or six you Mm -hmm. could check out at once. You couldn't check out as much as you want. So I'd go home and I would just wear those CDs out and then next week I would have to go and find, you know, okay, I want to listen to Rush. What is, uh, you know, what is this, what, what is Godsmack? Okay, I'll try that out. Picking out all these things and like, now it's like literally, oh, what was that one song? And then it's playing on your Bluetooth speaker and you're just like, yeah. Yeah, Bro, I think it's hold the, on. I'm not done yet. Okay, go ahead. I also, when I was really young, I had to hook up a boom box and put a microphone in front of it and record the radio <laughs> Damn, to onto to like a Sony fucking Fuck. Walkman Damn. that I would then sit there and listen to back and it would sound like shit. But you'd love it. But I would just be like listening like, to the yeah. song like now this I have is the so song sick. At all times. Like the fact that you can do that now is insane. Mm-hmm. Like the state of like streaming services and like how the music industry works nowadays may not be perfect. But the fact that any song you can think of instantly can be in your yeah. ears is something I think everyone takes for granted. It's like yeah. so crazy to be able to do that. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That was basically yeah, what I was going to capitalize on that with is the to tie back into that is the the downside of modern metal or modern music is usually that there's an excess. There's so much and it creates a pool for like bad things to happen. But a lot of times, I mean, that's just like the algorithm feeding you those things. And there's, there's so like, there's an infinite number of things that you can find that are great, but we're so used to it. Just like, 
what's on my phone you know right. we, yeah we didn't have that you gotta if, if you really like a song you got you better hope you catch it on the radio and record it so right, that you can listen right. to it again because otherwise you have to wait a week like, or you have to play the radio constantly in your house and hope that it comes back and hope on. these songs come back on yeah dude oh that was the worst feeling you hear a song on the radio and you're like I'll just never know. What yeah. they, I missed the introduction of the song. I'm just yeah. never going to know what that song the was. The whole time it's some DJ going, welcome to... like, I got to turn the car off, dude. What is it? And it's like this intro is playing. It's my favorite part. Dude, it took me forever to find Static X. Because, yeah, they had a song on the radio that I was... It was Destroyer. I was like, what is this? This is so sick. I could not figure out who it was. And it took me forever. I think I was just listening to CDs, like sampling CDs at FYE. And I, that song came on. I was like, oh, fuck, I yeah. found it. Yeah. It just wouldn't be a problem. Right. <laughs> just type that in. See, I think, yeah, I, mean, I think you could get boomer about it and hang up on some negativities, but I think there are way more positives to the modern state of music than the The accessibility stage. of music yeah. is way better than it and has ever been. there's still tons of authentic artists. You just have to find them, you know? Yeah. Like, it's not like just because it's modern, everything's digital and fake. It's, right. There's so many good artists. And we, dude... I could never have found a guy in the Czech Republic before that it was a great rapper or something, you know, like that's such a cool thing to like, who's this underground Ugandan rapper? Like, yeah. that's so cool that you can just do that. It's yeah. I don't know. I think, I think we're in a good spot personally for music. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about like the, the, like the genres? Like, like what do you think about like mainstream music as far as the, like pop styles go? Well, I mean, to, like, let me preface it. Like say <clears throat> I've noticed uh, lately in the past few years that it seems like every new big artist that comes out at some point does a song that's like super like devil worshipy and like they're doing like they're dressed up like the devil there's satanic stuff going I, on I think it's like what's up with that like think, why is I think that's just intentional because it, it gets you think it, it just gets clicks yeah, and that's why they're doing I, it because it's edgy yeah. to be like I think you know, like they, Doja Cat Sam of, Smith I feel like they've there's kind of, so many like artists have always kind of done that thing like even like the Illuminati stuff like I feel like a lot of those, right. those artists you know they'll, they'll fucking hit a left eye in a photo and it's like if you were really in a secret organization you wouldn't be like I mean, well, maybe because like, I, I could, to me it just well, seems I like people are going to talk about this. I heard one thing about that is that you have to publicly like announce it or something mm-hmm. that you are. So that's how they do it. Yeah, is yeah, they do something like that? And they kill I don't know anything about the Illuminati. I don't anything about this shit. I don't anything about this shit. This is just things that I hear online, uh, which is a, are always true, by the way. But my main point is that the devil, the satanic panic thing, sells really well. Like it's a, like the little Nas X thing. Like he he was a funny country rapper, like mm-hmm. uh, LOL, and then he was gay, and people were like. Whoa, those okay, well, But then, but then he now. puts and a song was, out where like he's having sex with the devil. Right, which is a good but also that's a and gr- then that's, there's, that doesn't need to be that deep though, because that's just a cathartic way for a gay guy that was raised Christian to like sure. shit on the yeah, religion. Yeah, yeah. Was, I see that. I can get that. I can get that. But but then seeing like, oh, people are mad about this, I could lean into this and, and get, get more clicks. Way more clicks, yeah. you know? And the Doja Cat thing, like she's notoriously a troll like I for mean, sure there's no way that this isn't i don't think she's like well she used to soul. be i, I don't know if is. she I th- still I, is i think but... the her shitting on her fans is still like a part of like a long con or something you think so? like, i think yeah I, I think whatever she's doing is all intentional personally but and then I like mean, sam smith where every time he performs he's wearing the devil i think sam smith is going through a crisis 
I don't. I don't have an excuse for Sam Smith. I think his husband died, and he has not been good since. Wait, did did he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's. Oh, wow. I think, I I think his husband that. died, and then he's been like hopping relationships since then. And yeah, I think he was just looking for like a new thing, and it made him feel sexy or something. <laughs> well, it's like it you look at talking about him. You look at like pop mainstream songs back from the '60s, '70s, even the '80s. You have things like you know bands like Def Leppard, right, where it's like songs about love and sex and stuff like that. And then you have like Under Pressure or uh, Queen, you know, they were huge. Bohemian Rhapsody or We Will Rock You. It's all it's all very kind of uh, this level of like just not going any real direction of edgy. It's just like this is a thing and it's great and we love it and it's fun and, and we're happy and we're having a good time. And then nowadays, I feel like just there's so much in the pop world that's just like look at my ass, look at my titties, look and worship Satan. You know what I mean? Yeah. I Where mean, I feel like we're going in this really extreme. I think it just transitioned. Like, I think there, like you could probably point to things in those older generations that were edgy for the time, you know, like Elvis writing a song about holding hands. Was sure. Like, you know, controversial <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. It's like, right. whoa, that's like, or shaking his hips. Stuff. Yeah. That's like really aggressive. You yeah. know, so I think the bar is just raising. So like for people to, and, you know, social media is a hell of a drug, and it's always been a thing that if you, even if you get bad publicity, you will get it, even if it's not going to benefit you. People, right, people right. want that. And so, yeah, so I think there's always get, there's always going to be a new bar raised of, like, what what offensive thing or, like, offensive to the culture can we do to get people talking about us and, like, looking at us and... Because, I mean, yeah. It just, so you think it's more of in a way of, like, people are, are doing this for attention and to pay the bills? Yeah, I think, I think, you think a that's a lot like of it. Yeah, just, like, keeping your name relevant and stuff. and Making the record labels millions and millions of yeah, dollars. Or, or and, maybe even it's, like, an ego thing where you hit a certain point where you're like, oh, I'm just going to do this thing to basically show that I can. You mm-hmm. know, I'm, I'm going to, like, the Doja Cat thing. I could see that being, like, a long con social experiment of, like, does the uh, does the support people have for an artist outweigh their them as a person or something? You know, like to really become that'd be a weird thing, thing to do on your own career, though. But she's also like a nepo baby and doesn't probably need to be a famous person. Oh, you know, for, I have no she's idea had about three, her. Like, platinum albums, like she's had so many successful things. Like she probably is good. You know, I'm sure could, she's good. This could be yeah. fun for her potentially. Yeah. You know, and then like the little Nasex thing. I think it was him just stabbing back at that culture and then leaning into it once he realized there was something. And then again, yeah, I don't have a defense for Sam Smith. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of just. Yeah, I think he's just lost. Well, losing a loved one is tough. But yeah, for I mean, sure, I don't, there's, there's a ton of artists that aren't like overly satanic or anything. I think it just is. And those two, those artists that are doing the satanic things usually have like a past of doing like edgy or weird things to be like, well, people look at me, you know? Yeah. So. Or like Travis know. Scott with the whole um, Astro World thing. That mm-hmm. was a big thing that blew up where there was a lot of uh, things he was saying or imagery that was talking about death and like like sacrificing. I don't remember exactly what it was and then people did die at the show then this whole thing came out of like oh you know satan 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 travis scott and, and it just seems like the the mainstream pop world is just like and it's funny because we're in metal where mm-hmm. people literally always talk about satan right and it feels way less evil than the pop world the mainstream world where it's mm-hmm. just like there's just a bombardment of satan and sex and everything that's like yes it's it's like enticing because these things are fun and these things are edgy and these things will get clicks but it's also like is like this is a weird I I just feel like it's such a weird direction to go musically Mm -hmm. and maybe it does have a lot to do with that the fact that people are profiting really well off of this kind Mm -hmm. of stuff and they're making millions and millions and millions of dollars billions maybe who knows right but I don't know at some point you just kind of notice these trends Mm -hmm. of like okay well you know let's look at mainstream songs back from like 
seventies, eighties, and even the nineties. And now look now, and it's just like everything is sex, everything is Satan, everything is just like go and as far as you possibly that's also can. Like a, I guess popular for the time though too. You know, you kind of write about what's in the zeitgeist of your culture and your time frame. So I like you know what people were writing about thirty years ago. It seems maybe maybe like like what are you even talking about like a war and stuff like you know that hasn't really been like a big issue for like the North American people and so like when there's no problems you kind of you start to make new things and I feel like the yeah the over sexualization is I think it's a repercussion of you know we're just in a modern age where people are like oh wait I, can, I don't have to be like a housewife and it's transitioned into you know we have like all this pansexual stuff and everything the whole world is just very I think discovering how like how far we can get with like the sex stuff. Uh, and then in five years, it'll be like, that's not even that weird. You know? Yeah. I think it'll be like, people will be onto a new crazy thing. Right. The, just cause yeah, I don't think it's just a reflection of what the culture is going through. Usually like music kind of reflects that usually. I, I guess like the thing is like, I, if you're, if it's the, it's for the sake of pushing it as far as you can be as edgy as you can be as crazy and wild and wacky and weird and zany as you possibly can. You can only go so far to where say five, 10, 15, 20 years down the road. What's edgy anymore. What's exciting anymore. What's insane anymore. What do we have to go to, to be edgy? You know what I mean? I, I think sex will always sell because there always will be new people discovering their sexuality and like their horniness and shit, you know? Right. So I, th I think like the, like, yeah, we can get it. We can totally hit an apex, but like it used to be, not be that weird for people to marry 13 year olds, you know, like that's crazy. Right. That seems further than well, anything did, we've done. Well, sure. But yeah, it's also yeah. like, it's just, it's one of those, maybe in, you know, 10 years, people can date infants, you know, like maybe like, I'm, <laughs> Let's not, hope not. I'm not advocating for that. That's horrible. But I'm just saying like things could change so much to the point that like what we think is crazy now, I won't seem that crazy in five years. Yeah. You know? And not that I use yeah, like oh, necrophilia is in now. But right. I think there will always be uh, taboo things to like upset the general public with enough to stay in the headlines, you know? Yeah. I agree. Drama sells. I agree. Well, anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast with Nick Nocturnal and joining us for this after show. Again, if you want to be a part of the after show, click the link in the description below to go to our Patreon. And if you join us there and you help fund our endeavors, we'll blow up your house. With, or what was there's, it? there's a <laughs> there's a lot of specific perks. That's not one of them. <laughs> yeah, my bad, um, my bad. But yeah, link in the description below. We also have merch. So uh, yeah, definitely go check out the merch. Really appreciate, appreciate it. Support. And yeah, no, we're we're having so much fun doing this, and we just want to keep making videos, you guys, for you guys. So thank you for watching, and uh, we'll see you in the next podcast. If there's someone you want to see us uh, talk to, interview, whatever, leave us a comment and let us know.